had the opportunity this week to be in an old educational institution here in Yishalayim. I'm not sure exactly how long it's been running, but it's definitely over 50, maybe even 60 years. It's the same building. And I was thinking, as I walked through the doors, I climbed the stairway. Throughout that amount of time, how many thousands of students have walked through the same door, climbed the same stairs on a daily basis, on their way to their classes, on their way to their lessons, And there's no memory on the building except for maybe a, a more of a worn handrail, more of an old floor. There's no memory made of all those thousands and thousands of students have been through. But then I came to one of the corridors and I see a sign on a painting and so to speak, on the wall, framed, and a sign underneath a class of 73. And another thing, a little corner with something of a garden, class of 76. And then there was something which remained, was tangible, was a reminder to, so to speak, the people that had once been there. And it made me think. It made me think about a part of a principle we know in life. And that is the world we're living in. How many millions of people have been here before? When we open a Chumash to this time, look at this way. How many countless Jews over the centuries have also done Shnai Mirka and Pashastrum? We're learning a Gemara. How many thousands and thousands, maybe millions of times that that Gemara been learnt? As each door, each new generation of Israel really repeat the same cycle, learn the same Torah, keep the same Shabbos, observe the same customs through the cycle of the Jewish year, and then the Apostle says again, it's Dar Haylech generation goes, another generation comes. And we don't see necessarily a reminder, a sign, a legacy of, of all the people that have been here. Now, I think the right perspective to look at it is like the educational institution. The fact that the students of 50 years aren't here today isn't a sadness. It would be a mark of shame of an edu- educational, so to speak, mindset. The 50 years later, the students are still there. It's understood. The point of providing a chinuch is to teach people, to train them, and then, when they've achieved the level of training, then they're willing to, able to move on, to get to the next stage in their lives. And yes, the yeshiva, or a school, whatever kind of place it is going to be, 
So of course, the intention is, and the point of its existence, is every year to take in new students, every year to provide those students with a certain education, a certain training, and enable them to be at the next stage where they no longer need that mercy. And then we're able to move on. And I thought the world is the same place. We know that a person's job in Ayla Mazay isn't to remain here. The world is here to train us. It's to train us how to connect to Hashem. Because once we've learned that lesson, once we've put in the practice, once we've graduated, so to speak, the challenge of Ayla Mazay, then we'll be ready to move on to the next stage. We're ready and willing to move to the stage of living with Hashem. And that's in Olam HaNashamas, that's in Galatim. And yes, it's not a tragedy. Of all the people who've, so to speak, taken the course, learned the lesson, and the stage of what this world is meant to teach, they've learned. And I was thinking perhaps at the deep of Shat in the Pasuk, we talk about All your children are students of Hashem. That's what we hear in this world to become. Students. Hashem, Students of Hashem. To learn how to recognize Hashem, to learn how to approach Hashem, how to feel towards Hashem, how to obey Hashem. And like the educational institution, when a person's learned that, so then they go on to the next stage of their life to use the education. Sitting over here, a person goes to the stage of Olam Abba, or Ganadin, where they can live, so to speak, the Natsach with the lessons that they picked up here. That's the second point too. We don't know, in the example we gave before, how many Yidin have learned Chumash. We don't know how many times people have made Siyumim above a Kama. But if you look in the Chumash, you'll see Rashi, you'll see Ramban, you'll see Arachayim. There were those people that did leave a mark. There were those people that did leave a legacy. And those are the people we still know about. The Gedolim of Ishtar, the Chabri Svarim, the ones who added something to the Torah of Klai Yisrael. So to speak, their mark is still there. Just as you have the class of 73 or the class of 76. So you have Pirish Rashi, Pirish Ramban. That's how long the second part of the Pasuk. And that's what we know, because I'll tell us, I'll take you your boulders. A boulder leaves something behind. The person that utilizes the building, there's no memory. The fact that he was here. Of course, you gain from the building. But he doesn't leave his mark on him. Whereas the builder, 
The bolder leaves the mark. The bolder leaves the depression. And that's something which stays for years after the bolder is no longer here. This was the building he built. This was the addition he made. This was the wall he painted. They add something in the world. It's not just that they go through the world and get their own education, as it were. It's not just that they go through the stages of, of life to gain for themselves what they need for Olam Abba. They're adding something to the world too. And that's why Chazal said, call them builders. Call them the ones who are making something which lasts in this world. And that's an introduction to talking about the passion. Building a Mishkan. As we know, for hundreds of years, the Mishkan was the focal point of Jewish activity. Throughout that time, how many hundreds of thousands of Karbanas were brought in the Mishkan? How many people went there to Daven, went there to serve Hashem, went there to celebrate Yom Tov? three times a year. We don't know. The whole of Israel. Millions of people. The only people we know are the names of the people who built the Mishkan. The builders. Because they were zeichet to build something which outlived them by hundreds of years. They were zeichet to create something and their creation remains. That's the Yisrael. Because it's true that a person can achieve what they are able to learn in this world. To learn from Hashem. And that's enough. That's enough for a person to zvizaycha, so to speak, to the netach netach, to Ganadi. Everybody. All your children. Everybody can be in that category with the Hashem. But there's the second category too. And that is, the person isn't just learning from Hashem. As a student who comes, takes what he can from the most of from the place he's learning, leaves with that extra knowledge and extra experience. But for life, the ones who are building, and want to leave behind something which other people can learn from too. Leave behind something which other people can gain from also. That increases the shana. Those are the bulls. Just like we had the bulls of the Mishnah. There were the bulls of Torah. The ones who developed the Torah Shabbat The ones who wrote the Pirushim. The halachas, those are all the builders. And other areas too. And other areas too. The people who began whatever Maisa Mitzvah it was in Kalyusha, which inspired others to keep up. That makes someone a builder. It makes the world more complete. The ability to build. 
Likewise, other builders described as the Marim Shalom. Increasing Shalom. And the answer is the Shalom, like Maral explains, is the end point of a creation. You have all the components and the fact that they work together creates the Shalom. You have all the pieces and the fact that together they form the puzzle that creates the Shalom. To build isn't to build something radically different to everything else. It's to build something which works together with, combines with, becomes a part of everything else. And that's why it's Mabim Shalom. The fact that we have another level of understanding, more clarity, another angle, let us complete the picture. And that's the point of building. The point of building is not to work against, so to speak, the structure, it's to add to it. If a person wanted to add something to an existing building, and you add something which enhances the building. It has a certain symmetry, a certain connection, a certain addition to the building, and it's adding shalom. If you'll be building something which sticks out like a sore thumb, it looks a portion of the building that's completely out of place. So it's true to add something. Something which is, looks like a, a mistake, something which looks like a foreign entity. Not part of the building. That's not adding shalom. The addition of the Menachachamim to the Marim Shalom, they add, they build, but it's in keeping with what's already been built, what's already been added. There's a harmony, there's a connection. And now, this Gemara, which we quote at the end of Adavani, really comes to the end of a number of Mesechus. And always it's followed by the same three psukim. Exploring the virtues of Shalom. Yi Shalom b'chelech Shalva b'ba'am al-Yisaych L'man achai v'reya adabra na Shalom b'ach L'man b'ais Hashem al-Akein l'avak shutayim b'ach What's the significance of these fucking? So the answer is they focus on different kinds of building. Different areas where a person can build. Where a person can leave a legacy in this world. The first one, as we say, is the Torah. But Naich and Torah. A person who builds more Torah. It's really the last pasuk. Hashem oiz la'amu yitin is talking about the Torah too. Hashem gives oiz, the Gemara says in Zvachim, is referring to the Torah. Hashem gives. That's one level of Shalom. Hashem yivarach atlamim b'shalom. Another level also. And that is, when a person can build, 
تکتبش کن تکتب هست مکداش لکی یشه و لکی شو نمان بیست هشم لکیلو افکشو تربلخ It's for the building structures of brick or concrete. There's also a building. It's building in a way which makes a place for our decision. There's also something which remains. And another kind of building too. A third kind of building. There should be peace, tranquility in your homes. The Jewish home is also a building. And there too, within the confines of one's family, it's also a place a person can leave their legacy. It's also a place where a person can build. And a person can build their children, shape them, model them into what they want them to be. And as you know, the children outlive the parents. But the parents left behind, so to speak, something he's created. And the last point is besides for adding to the Torah, besides for building buildings, besides for bringing up a family, there's another area also where a person can build, and that's Bachesed. Bachesed you do for somebody else. The investment you make in another person. That's also a legacy to the teacher. To the one who motivated. To the one who guided. To the one who directed. The man achai v'reye. Adar v'na shalom b'ch. All the people who were influenced by somebody. Were developed by them. Motivated by them, changed by them. That's part of the legacy that a person leaves in other people. It's also a builder, a builder of neshamas, a builder of. Perhaps you can finish with one last idea to the same principle. The Rambam tells us about how a person should ideally fulfill the mitzvah, the mitzvah of not just putting up a mezuzah. But every time a person goes past, he should experience the mezuzah. Every time a person goes past, he should look at the mezuzah. And it should arouse him to think. And it should wake him up. And one of, one of the messages that the Rambam writes, that the mezuzah tells the person, that he should know that nothing lasts forever. The only thing which is kaim la'ad or alma yalamim is the yadiyas tzirha yalamim. The only thing which lasts forever is knowledge of Hashem. Everything else is transient. Everything is passes away. And why is that the imagery of the mezuzah? Because the person is going into a room, the person is entering a doorway. 
and depending which doorway it is, it's something maybe many, many other people enter to. A person today walks up the stairs to the Mir Yeshiva. How many thousands of people have done this? Are you going to go through those doors? A well tr- well-trodden path. And yet there's nothing remaining on the doorway from all the people who have gone past it. The only thing which remains is the mezuzah. The reminder of Hashem. That's meant to make a person think. Everything in this world is transient. Today's fashion is tomorrow's old fashion. What interests people today is forgotten about tomorrow. The people themselves are no longer here. The only thing which lasts, the only thing which can be built and remains is something which is connected to Hashem. Whether it's building a mikdash and putting a mezuzah on the door. Whether it's developing Kedush Torah and sharing them with future generations. Whether it's raising a family. The day should continue and perpetuate the life work of the ancestors. Those are the things which remain. And that's the symbol of the mezuzah. Many people pass the door. But it's the mezuzah which remains the symbol of something which has been built, something which has been added. Rasul in Mikdash. It's part of a of not just to come to this world to learn and grow ourselves, develop ourselves. That's the mind in its own right. It's been part of the Kolbanayach of Yemudah Hashem. And the second part also, the ability to add to the world, the ability to be a builder. In whatever category Hashem has given us the tools to build, then you can enhance and add to this world too by being part of the category of the Rav Shalom Banaich.